Language Rules of Ministers of Truthiness, Nancy Pelosi and Emmanuel Cleaver. Womaniacal House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, another Democrat leader with compromised cognitive abilities and no moral principles, has woe-managed to woe-mangle her first day of the new congressional session. She woe-mandated that in order to make the U.S. House of Representatives' Code of Official Conduct more inclusive, it will henceforth exclude references to the following. Fathers, mothers, sons, daughters, brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts, nephews, nieces, husbands, wives, fathers-in-law, mothers-in-law, sons-in-law, daughters-in-law, brothers-in-law, sisters-in-law, stepfather, stepmother, stepsons, stepdaughters, stepbrothers, stepsisters, half-brothers, half-sisters, grandsons or granddaughters, as well as all pronouns that correspond to immutable biological sex, like he, she, his, hers, him, her, himself, and herself. Pelosi calls these changes visionary. Me thinks she is a visionary, woe No matter if all the persons affected by the banning of these words identify as husbands, wives, fathers, mothers, sons, or daughters, no matter if central to their authentic lives and happiness are their identities as constituted by and inseparable from their immutable biological sex. To big brother, or I mean sibling, and his small-minded power-ravenous sister, I mean sibling, Nancy Pelosi, using big government to eradicate public recognition of sexual dimorphism is all that matters. Democrat science deniers thrive on canceling words, ideas, speech, and religious liberty, not to mention powerless humans in their mother's wombs. If satiating the lunatic trans cult, homosexual activists, and radical feminists gains science and morality-denying Dems more power, who cares about language, ideas, liberty, or truth? In my mind's ear, I hear some Christians tisk-tisking my description of the trans cult as lunatic, those Christians have yet to explain how Christians can heed C.S. Lewis's admonition to train up our children to hate ideas and actions that are worthy of hatred without using harsh language to describe evil. To use scriptural language, Nancy Pelosi and everyone else who accommodates the diktats of trans cultists, homosexual activists, and radical feminists are vipers. I can hear some other conservatives also known as living, marinating frogs, dismissing concerns and warnings about the scorched earth devastation of feminism, homonormativity, and transcultism, all of which conspire to undermine public recognition and respect for God's created order. These are the same conservatives who now use the word gay instead of homosexual. These are the same conservatives who failed to object when pro-homosexual resources were introduced to their children in government schools, through sex ed, health classes, theater classes, English classes, and social studies classes. These are the same conservatives who attend same-sex faux weddings and call their actions loving. These are the same conservatives who welcome homosexual activists into the big circus tent of the Republican Party, homosexual activists who are committed to killing the party from within like a coronavirus. These are the same conservatives who do nothing when their public library invites drag queens, that is, perverted adult men, to read stories to toddlers. These are the same conservatives who know and care little 
that there is a public health crisis among adolescent girls and young women whose hearts and minds are being poisoned by the social contagion of transcultism. And these are the same conservatives who have little understanding of the enormity of the threat posed to our essential First Amendment rights by the Equality Act. Just after Pelosi announced the exclusion of gendered language from the House Code of Official Conduct, U.S. Representative Emanuel Cleaver opened the 117th session of Congress with a prayer that ended with these words, and I quote, We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names by many different faiths, Amen and Ah-Woman, end quote. Yes, a former pastor with a Master of Divinity degree actually said those embarrassing words. Cleaver is apparently so steeped in intersectional identity politics and so beholden to the culturally powerful groups that seek to blur the lines between sexes, he ignored that Amen is not a gendered word. If we're going to invent neologisms in a futile attempt to recreate a world in the image of intersectionalist ideologues, I've got some. How about womendicants, women who live off the government, womendacious, women who lie, womangelian, women who order the deaths of or experimentation on their children? Pastor and theologian Doug Wilson tweeted a response to Cleaver's peculiar prayer closing that aptly describes how many feel on the first week of the new congressional session, and I quote, The opening prayer for the 117th Congress concluded with Amen and Ah Woman, and I regret to inform you that all my patients with the 117th Congress at the conclusion of their opening prayer was exhausted, end quote. I suspect many right-thinking Americans are also feeling something more intense than exhaustion. There's one other possibility. Maybe Cleaver wasn't saying amen, as in so be it. Maybe he was using the prefix ah attached to men and women, meaning not men and not women. Yeah, that makes more sense. Unless there's a revival, America is doomed by the rebellion, cowardice, and ignorance of leaders elected by rebellious, cowardly, and ignorant people. I'll end with two quotes, one from George Orwell in his novel 1984, quote, It was intended that when Newspeak had been adopted once and for all, a heretical thought should be literally unthinkable. This was done partly by the invention of new words, but chiefly by eliminating undesirable words and stripping such words as remained of unorthodox meanings. The special function of certain newspeak words was not so much to express meanings as to destroy them. End quote. And the second quote is from Hannah Arendt in her book Eichmann in Jerusalem, a report on the banality of evil. And I quote For whatever other reasons the language rules may have been devised, they proved of enormous help in the maintenance of order and sanity in the various widely diversified services whose cooperation was essential in this matter, end quote.